always the bad guys. So welcome to the first uh, Always the Bad Guys podcast with myself, Elias McCarzel. Um, and me, Emmett Holsall. Um, we, uh, this is going to be the first episode of hopefully many. Um, and uh, essentially this is a podcast that we've planned on doing for years. Nearly, nearly three years. Um, we've had the, we had the, the idea to do it um, after setting up our business. Um, uh, 90 Degrees, which is a security company that we've run for four years, um, and a- alongside that, we were planning on trying to come up with a way of. Im- Basically, we had loads of ideas and and things in the pipeline for a long time. We've whittled away at loads, haven't we? But yeah, we've. Um, it's taken us a while to get round to this. For various reasons, yeah. <laughs> but we've, we've done we've done well the last few months, I would say. That's it. I think we've made some good progress, and and I say the 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 underlying sort of like reason behind it was that we were trying to come up with a way of helping the industry we work in improve to a certain extent, or mm. not the industry itself, but actually help the people who work in the industry get. Inf- well, in, get information and. Um, well, I, I think it came from us talking a lot about yeah. things and, and maybe complaining about a lot of things, and then saying, you know, why this, why that. What, we mm. always find that this happens on jobs, and why do we always get seen as? Oh, which is a good point to bring up the name. Always yeah. the bad guys. Yeah. We yeah. find that no matter what you do in security you're always seen as the stereotypical security thug, yeah, bad guy. That's it. No matter, no matter how good, no matter how helpful you are, no matter how sort of, um, you know, good professional you are at the job, whether it's the client or whether it's the customer, there's always going to be somebody out there that sees you as that, as the, the stereotypical, stereotypical yeah. sort of like bouncer type security guard. And, mm. you know, um, it doesn't, uh, you know, and, and no matter, you know, you'll see a video online and it'll start halfway through and there'll be a, an incident outside a nightclub and automatically that per, that, that member, that guy who's working on that, that job in that position, um, he's automatically in the wrong, you know, everybody's got this, um, this stereotypical, yeah, um, this persona, there's a, not a persona, what's the word? Uh, but anyway, they, they, we are automatically tarred with the brush of being like, the thuggish doorman. So that's mm. where the, that's where the name comes from. Because um, no matter what we do, no matter how helpful we are, no matter how good we are, no matter how many people you help, and yeah. you know, no matter how many medical incidents you deal with or drunk people you assist with, that it's always going to be the one incident that makes you the bad person. Mm. You know, and you're, you know, and also we do have to be the bad person sometimes. We're always the the people it's called upon to kick people out at the end of the night and ruin everyone's fun, <laughs> and you know. Um, so yeah, you know we're, we're we're the fun police at the end of the day, and there are so, those bad guys in the industry for sure. Like yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. I say not, 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 not I say we, you know, in some respects, um, there's people out there that that really do give our industry a bad name, and um, but then there's the guys out there that don't. You know, there's guys that are mm. super professional out there. So, um, but we want to 
well, I suppose we we spoke about things like that, and then we were saying as well that there are changes that we want to see in the industry, yeah, yeah. and um, we would discuss it at length, and then I think eventually we came to the point where we were saying, oh, we should do a podcast to well, talk about it. Yes, but I think we, we it goes back further than that. Oh, does it? I can't even remember. Yeah. It's been that long. <laughs> so it initially, it initially started, and even the name started with, um, I don't know if you remember, but I, I wanted to start, after we started 90 Degrees, and we got things going, and all these people were like, really, you know, like, like, coming to us for work, and asking all these questions, and mm. like... I, I remember I wanted I wanted to start a charity. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to start a charity because, um, and not because of the reason everyone else seemed to think I was starting a charity. <laughs> what? To, to some tax dodge yeah. or something. <laughs> like every time I mentioned to somebody, it was like, oh, well, that would trying, be helpful. But yeah, <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to scam the tax man. I was like, no, I didn't even re- I didn't realize at the time that, that was a, a, you know, a thing that people did, but. Um, Genuinely yeah. wanted to help people. Yeah, genuinely yeah, trying to help them. And, and this thing of, um, you know, the, we noticed that, or I noticed, and we sort of discussed it, didn't we, that there's there's a lot of people who work in our industry uh, from varying, you know, varying different sort of roles, you know, from like people who work in the retail sector to door supervisors, events, club protection guys, all across the board. And everyone pays to have this license thing, you know, this license they've got to have to operate and do their job. Um, mm. And if you work in similar sectors, not similar sectors, I don't want to like say, say that we're similar to certain things, but sectors that like, you know, your, your police, your fire, your emergency service, your ambulance, you know, um, even I don't know so much about the military side of it, but a lot of um, those industries have like support networks of some description from yeah. them. Because it was all, it was all to do with mental health initially, wasn't it? Like mental health charity to help or the union yeah got like unions unions, unions, and unions yeah. you know provide support and stuff and you know the security industry don't have any of that and mm. there's, there's some cowboyish stuff out there and people trying their luck with stuff but mm. there's nothing official real that really you know, actually helps people and the SIA certainly don't help you know you pay your money you get your license and yeah I'm not, I'm not one of these people that thinks the SIA should be helping should be doing things for us you know like should be stepping in on, on certain things they're a regulatory body at the end of the day mm. but it would be, you know, it would be nice if there was some form of like support, you know, because well, we were talking about um, it, as crazy as it may sound, you go, you pay what is it, hundred and what, whatever quid? I think now. it's one hundred and ten. I don't. I mean, it was two. It was two hundred quid at one point. Two hundred yeah. quid for the SIA, mm. and you go, well, you can't expect too much for that. You know, you get your licensing done, but then I was part of the musicians' union, yeah, years ago, and you would get, um, I don't know, like. 11 million pounds insurance cover and yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and, this yeah. And, support. and there was a phone that you could phone up and speak to a lawyer yeah yeah you get it, allocated maybe like two hours of time a year for it. Yeah, or yeah. something but and they offered all of that for I don't know what it was at the time I paid like 50 60 quid yeah, yeah. so I think for the hundred and whatever quid that SIA are charged yeah they and there's, there's some I imagine thing. there's also a lot more people who were licensed operatives um, in comparison to the music, the musicians um, guild, type, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would have to look up and see how many exactly how many people have badges and their license, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it's public record somewhere. Um, but yeah, so if, if you're saying that there's a, there's X amount of people that are all paying 110 pound a month, mm. uh, sorry, 110 pound for a license, they um, <clears throat> they could utilise some of that to help. Yeah, I um, think so. the onus is put massively on, and I've noticed this now as obviously we've noticed as business running a business. 
the onus is very much on um, employers uh, mm. to provide that service and um, but uh, which is should you know they should do you know we, we do and other com- I know other companies do um, but you have to be an employee of that company to get that um, that perk, that perk yeah. which doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't fit help everybody mm. you know um, and also it, it's so the whole point of this thing originally was to set up this charity where and again it doesn't it doesn't it might be something we can do later down the line but be, um, be a bit more like a, a resource a help yeah, yeah like some have, a, have, have a, well, just even it's just have a phone number if you know because yeah. I mean we, we work in an industry which you know people get Physically, you know, verbally, you know, psychologically assaulted, you know, mm. fairly, re- fairly regularly. I mean, and um, far more regularly than someone who works in a supermarket or mm. you know, um, or, or as a you know, most other most, jobs. yeah, most <laughs> other jobs, yeah, outside of those like police, ambulance, etc. Yeah, you know, and they're not. Most guys are not paid much better than you know. If you if you work in a supermarket, and um, you're not expected to yeah intervene in a fight, I, but you could yeah. be, you could be the guy on the door of that Tesco or, or Asda or whatever, and be expected to intervene in a fight yeah. for, for the same pay that the people who sat behind the tiller get. Yeah, true. Um, so 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 you've got that element. And everyone everyone should be aware that if they're going into the industry, that's a, a, a potential mm. issue they have to deal with. But what I was trying to get to was like have this thing where. If you've had that incident and it's, it has caused you some sort of trauma, some sort of you know, um, you've, you, 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 you've been injured, but it's more like the psychological issue or that, that comes with it and the the mental health side of like it. You have a number you can ring and go, uh, "Oh, I'm, I'm a night license operative. Give you a badge number. It's valid." Blah blah blah, mm. and you get an hour of free counselling over the phone or something. And that's where it all began. That's what, what we was trying to do. Um, so then I think we thought. We could do that, and it'd be good, but maybe an easier, cheaper, freer way to yeah. reach more people is through a podcast. Yeah, well, then, yeah, because we sat down, didn't we? Because obviously, with the, the ins and outs of a charity was was a nightmare, and, mm. and obviously, everyone thought there was some like negative, like unscrupulous, like undertone yeah. to what we were doing. And so I thought, well, why don't I just try and interview? somebody who could give that advice yeah and that's where I think it spanned from wasn't it was this like we can um, set up a podcast where we I think the podcast was going to be supplementary to yeah I think so yeah yeah yeah. and then now we're thinking well if we discuss all of these issues yeah you know get people in yeah because that was the thing wasn't it it was like oh we could do this podcast but it wasn't going to be it's not like uh, a podcast around for like security and discussing necessarily 100% security matters. It wasn't that yeah. what it was about. It's about trying to like find the right people to talk to, to give, to give the information that we feel is necessary or, or helpful, not necessarily mm. helpful to people who work in Things that we've struggled with, things that like, you know, we, or we get asked all the time, say if like mental health counseling, you know, get a mental health counselor in, chat to them, mm. um, do an hour or just and put them in the headspace of, um, the security guard, the the doorman, the mm. you know the, the the CP guy who's been and done X, Y, and Z, you know, um, and go. So rather than make it just generic advice to everybody, do it from a perspective of somebody who has worked in an industry where there is violence, there is abuse, there is you know verbal abuse. You are stretch out with that swan at. Mm. You've had drinks thrown at you. You've had glasses thrown at you, and they can then go, oh, okay, I see where 
these people are coming from rather than just going um, general PTSD advice. Yeah. You know, um, and then it sort of spiraled a little bit further, didn't it? Because we were getting asked about from from like guys who work with us or have worked acquainted with us or whatever that like how do I do this thing or how do I do that thing how do I get this training or how do I get like how, how do I submit an invoice how do I mm. you know how do I register as self-employed how do I not be registered as self-employed I want to be on the books so then we were like what about chat to an accountant chat to a, a solicitor chat to a, you know all these like periphery professions that really help that, that we need to do what we do mm. and all these like because I mean obviously when I started I was like an individual self-employed bod um, yeah rocking up to every festival that I could work on um, and I had to learn how to be how to put an invoice in and I had mm. to learn how to like chase up getting paid and I, I had to learn how to like realise that people weren't going to pay me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um, yeah. well that's it I think there's so many things that we have to talk about and this would be like the best platform to mm. do it on and we'll try and keep each episode vaguely about something yeah you know a specific sort of subject um i know i've got millions of things that i want to yeah. discuss and talk about so we'll try and keep each one like concise yeah but i guess the best way to sum it up is our goal our aim or what we hope for with this is that it is a resource for people in security medical yeah, our, yeah, the, the, you know, because obviously we specialise in the events industry, don't we? You know, we've we've yeah. both done nightclubs and door shifts and stuff, but and, you know, and I, we've all done, we've both done very very varied like levels of like the security world, right from sitting on a car park collecting pound coins, yeah, you know, yeah. to doing like um, you know, not hostile stuff, but we've both but we've both worked on CP teams, we've both you know, mm. we've both done like media backwatch stuff, we've both travelled with our with the security, you know, getting my door licence was one of the best things I ever did because it meant I could I, I ended up travelling the, the world. Yeah. You know, being a security guard. <laughs> well the other thing as well is like, you know, we've got f you know, I'm sure there's always gonna be someone who's better and got Oh I'm sure and, there is you know, yeah, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be somebody out there that's done far more than we've done. Yeah and, and they give us the, you know they're the experts on everything. But, but that's not what that's what not what we're trying to do. We're, we're not, not trying, trying to, to sit there the one and the be like yeah. we're the experts. What we're trying to do is go let's bring some experts in. Well yeah that's it but also like here's what we know here here's what yeah. we've experienced. Yeah that's it. Tell you know tell our side um to help people who are in the industry but mm. also I think the amount of times I've been asked by friends, what do oh, I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say security, and I think the only reference they have is a doorman. Yeah. Or the guy who stands on the door at the Tesco. Door. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I go, no, actually, I do this, this, I've done this. Yeah. And I find it quite hard to explain to them yeah. what I've done over the years. So maybe if I can rattle it off on this and podcast. Just, yeah, yeah, that's it. Not just for them, but for... Yeah. people who have no idea about what it yeah, it'll give yeah, them yeah, some insight it. into what it's yeah. all about yeah because I mean I mean, from a perspective we're, we're aiming this at our industry but I'm sure the information that uh, there's always going to be someone we miss there's going to be a, a you know there's going to be a banner that we've not covered mm. there's going to be a, a, a role that we that we didn't associate as being a security role but it exists you know you've got mm. and we're trying not to like turn around and go this is just for Dorman, this is just for event no. security. This is just for CP because there's going to be there's going to be a vast you know there's the guys who work on tours, there's the guys who do CCTV. There's, mm. But hopefully, if we can get like these experts in and we can have this chat with them, we can like cover a lot of like um, the issues and stuff that we've come across. 
and then their, 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 that information can be taken away by those guys as well and go, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, I've never, I've never done retail. I've never done retail security in my life. But I'm hoping that what we discuss on um, with like a mental health counsellor or a, an, an accountant or a solicitor, whoever we get in, um, there'll be some crossover. It'll be crossover. Yeah. And, you know, there'll be, and we'll, I'll try, I'll try, and you'll try, and we'll, we'll both put ourselves in those shoes of like, if I work on a, a, a shopping centre or if I work on a supermarket, those these those, that stuff should be also relatable to them. Mm. So because we all deal with the same shit, we all we all get yeah we all we, we all get abused, we all get <laughs> we all get stuff thrown at us, we all get punched in the face, we all get, you know. So like whether you work on a door or on a supermarket or you say on any you know there's that potential to to, to deal with that, and I'm sure everybody and, and the majority of people have done. And then also you know we might even spend a whole episode talking about. Oh, I don't know, maybe we need to can sort of fit a few things in there. It might get a bit boring if we just talk about invoicing. But yeah, I'm sure. If, <laughs> I've got some stories about invoicing. So, yeah, yeah, no, sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, mm. there are things that we often come across yeah. that we're surprised the people who've worked in the industry for However 14 long said, years yeah, yeah. or something. And they, the one I always say is like radios. Yeah. I've never worked a job where I haven't had to use a radio. No. And I'm not a expert on radios but I know how to basically yeah well you've got good like radio etiquette and stuff you've got like like legit but even like turning it on oh yeah there might be people who have to show how to turn it on on and and just make it function yeah 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 yeah. and then you know fair enough if you've just started working you got your badge like last month yeah but there's some some people have been doing it for like eight years yeah and the thing I'm not hating on them no I'm just baffled that how have you not had to use a radio up until this point yeah. or, know how or, to or maybe it's a case that they've they've not been shown how to use one um, so they go out of the way to avoid getting one yeah, you true. know like I don't want to be the radio holder because I've never no one's ever shown I don't that know how you do that for eight yeah. years but well that's it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe that's the case is that they've never um, they've always avoided it because as again you get people who are technophobes or mm. are just embarrassed to ask how to use it you know mm. so. but then if we can chat about the basics of you know, yeah, 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 we can bounce off of yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Then, if this podcast gets passed around and bits of information like that get out there to people, then that's great. It's, a bit, it's, yeah. a, it's all you know, it's all improvement, isn't it? And you know, mm. and again, that's why we kind of went and made this like a free thing or like a, um, you know, a, a resource not just for individual employers because obviously some employers do provide X amount of services, you know, we, we are now providing similar to like health counseling and, mm. you know, and uh, the, the GP um, appointment things that we, you know, we, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, that sort of stuff. But that's only if you work for us, you know, and mm. yeah, obviously we want everyone to come and work for us. But we also want to make it available to everyone who's like a, you know, as we call people like, you know, they, they, they're self-employed contractors who want to work for every Everyone who's wherever's available at the time, they mm-hmm. want to move around, and we, there's loads of people in the industry like that that aren't, they don't want to be paid by your staff and get that you know get a pay slip, and mm. they want to invoice and be what's like you know like a mercenary. But you still yeah. want them to have access to that information, and you know because I say if we can, what is it? Is it all, what rising rising tides lift all ships or whatever it is. If oh, we can, not heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, rising tides lift, lifts all ships. Mm-hmm. So if you if we can make if we can get the information out there, rather than being like the information's ours. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we'll give it to the people we want to give it to. Give it to everybody, mm-hmm. and then that elevates the industry. And if the if industry is elevated, then all businesses are elevated. The ability to like you know pass mm-hmm. on that um, service to the clients elevated because it's better 
informed guys out there and mm. staff out there that want to come and do the jobs and stuff. So, you know, um, I don't think I've just made that phrase up. I think it does exist. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I just don't know it. So, uh, But, um, yeah, I, th I think that's the thing is that, you know, if, if these discussions start being had between us, you know, and then people are listening to them and they go and talk to other people about it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, if they understand... You know, because we can talk from the running of a security company side. Well, we can we can talk from well. we can yeah that's from it. We, both. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we can talk from being like a real green member of staff who just turned up on their first job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also at the stage we're at now, yeah. which would I think give um, some of the the um, staff like insight into why certain things. That's it. Yeah, because yeah, okay, yeah, that's and, that's and a good point. Because the, yeah, like why they are the way they are. Um, obviously, we 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 can probably get into how we started doing this you know mm. like doing doing 90 degrees at some point but we had to learn a lot we had to learn quick mm. and, and and there was things and then eventually we learned oh that's why when i was on this old job x y and z we it was done this way because yeah it has to be done this way or the 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 client needed it that way or whatever mm. and then we started to learn like the little the, the things the behind the scenes stuff of running the business and go, oh that's uh, why yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes sense now you know um or like the limitations of what we can do and we can't do mm. you know because you always everyone wants everyone wants the world everyone wants like to live you know mm. everyone wants you know five-star luxury you know hotel accommodation when they're doing festivals and yeah you know, yeah. And you know it, it's not feasible because that doesn't exist you know and mm. um and we work. You eventually work out why. And yeah, maybe we can give us an insight into why um, the running of certain things is done a certain way, and you know, the like just like down to sheer logistics or some stuff. And but then maybe um, with that understanding, you know, from the staff, then if we're all on the same page and they know, yeah, they we can all work together to improve and maybe get out of that situation because some we would love to be able to put everyone up in a five star hotel. Oh well, yeah, every yeah. job. It's probably a bit of an arse. Yeah. But say, an accommodation. Well, one of the things we have done, and I, and I would, there's not any, I don't think there's many people who will argue with us. When it comes to staff welfare, mm -hmm. we have gone above and beyond. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've, we've tried to set the, the standard of what staff welfare should be. Mm -hmm. And people will, there's people out there that can probably, that probably don't necessarily like how we do things or want to do things in a certain way or whatever it is. But I don't think there's anyone that's out there that's going to argue with us that we put staff welfare as the priority, mm. and we've improved it. And, and when you and then when you go and work with other, other places and other stuff, and you go, oh, we we are doing a good job with staff welfare. And it's one thing that people will go away and go, we look after the staff. Mm. And if we can improve that, then we will do. And but obviously, yeah, we, we've got to give the everybody, not just the team that works with us, but everybody in the industry, an understanding of why staff welfare is the way it is and why it's been the way it is for so many years what I was um, going to say is like say times where we've not been able to live up to our standards of staff welfare yeah. the reasons why that's happened yeah, yeah. and then if the, that member of staff understands oh that's why it wasn't yeah. well it's like your first time working with us in the Alps wasn't it mm. like oh yeah, the, yeah. Well, the second time after doing the snowbox yeah you came and stayed in an apartment with me and another person mm. and you were like this is shit <laughs> how why why are they put why why is why this are they torturing me yeah why are they torturing yeah, me yeah, yeah. and then it was only like a couple of weeks later you realized that it wasn't oh no it's years like the, oh, yeah it wasn't us as a business 
that was doing that. Yeah. That was the client. The client, yeah. The client had put those apartments in in place yeah. for us. Um, and I basically, I almost never came back to because, work for that company yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I decided to give it a second yeah. shot, you know, a year later once I called yeah. off. And, but know, now, I, now I know in the position I'm at. Yeah. Oh, that's why it wasn't. It wasn't. It was trying to cheap out. You know, yeah, and I was like, uh, oh, I'm cool. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of cool with it now, and I've got some understanding. Mm. But looking back, oh, and just to clarify, when I said us, us was at ninety degrees. Us was yeah, yeah, yeah. previous company that we both worked for. We won't, yeah. won't yeah. mention that. Yeah, yeah. we're going we'll avoid company. as many names as we can. But we don't want to associate with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so like you said, like that. But uh, if if I'd had a podcast back then of somebody, yeah. or if I if I'd have known, if I'd have had the insight to know to tell you and go, mm. mate, I'm you know I know this this apartment is dire, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> this was it's not. not our, yeah. This was not our doing. The reason, um, you know. Then that might have helped, and but it didn't ever occur to me because I'd always worked in that operation, yeah. And I knew the client was paying, for, and I just at the time, you know, well, what I mean is like, say, in this podcast, if we talk about something like that, yeah, that member of staff in the same position yeah. as me back then goes, Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's it, that's it. and maybe what I could have done to if, if I had that information back then, you know, I could have adapted slightly, yeah, which may have helped the company adapt slightly yeah that understanding yeah, yeah and yeah. then the client adapts slightly yeah. everyone gets a better yeah understanding and then we can get us out of that situation of having to be in that crap apartment. yeah yeah that's it and and that's another thing as well hopefully some clients listen to this well maybe and understand. maybe <laughs> well, yeah, yeah yeah you know you sort of understand or maybe not just maybe not clients necessarily but maybe maybe industry professionals people who are not necessarily working no, I mean, for our clients i mean like people who are potential clients potential yeah, clients yeah. or festival organisers that's, or it, that's what I mean people who work in the, in, the, in our case yeah. and they go oh okay you know we understand the security side a bit more now yeah so we know what to ask of them yeah to get what we need yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we know some of the problems that they're dealing with if we can help them overcome those problems then we get a better service yeah 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 you know um that you know, that's what I mean. Industry people in the industry that aren't in security. Yeah, that's it. Like your you event, your event, event, yeah. So your your event professionals, you know, yeah, that, that aren't it. necessarily like security um, minded. minded. Or, yeah, they're, they're they're event organizers and they're mm. logistics people and they're people, yeah, production staff and yeah. Then yeah, yeah, and, and it gives them a bit more of an insight into because I mean we see it from that we we watch them all the time on the outside and you know we don't necessarily always know the ins and outs of what they do. And they don't mm. know the ins and outs of what we do. All they know is they get a bill for X amount of hours per person. Mm. And um, why is that person not in position? You know. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, if they do a podcast, we'll listen to we'll it. Listen, yeah, and we understand so, their. Um... Um, oh, well, <laughs> we'll get them on. We'll get somebody on. Um, who who is a you know is one of our contacts or an, an affiliate somehow and mm. and sit and sit down and ask them and go when it comes to the security industry you know, when it comes to hiring your security companies and your, your mm. individuals or whatever however you want to do it what do you what do you expect what do you guys want what what do you see mm. you know what good bit, bits do you see what negative bits do you see and we'll ask them and that's the same for like you know we'll do it for event organizers production guys who you know if anyone wants to come and talk mm. about it we'll talk about it um but, and I think that'll, because we can then put our little case across to them and say, oh, we, we see it from this perspective and mm. they can, you know, it's just a, an open conversation where, you know, people can 
voice their yeah, it's a bit more, yeah, voice their voice their opinions and you know they, they and again that's helpful to know you know to sit down with an event someone who's a you know like a promoter or someone who's responsible for you know booking your event assistant or your event manager or whoever it is mm. that books your security contractor or you you know brings in a security coordinator or whatever they want to do or even from a medical event medical perspective you know mm. who books all you know books them in and you go through all the crazy process of like the tendering and the invoicing and the pricing and but take all that out of it mm. like when it gets to the operational on the ground bit what do they want what do they like what do they look like you know mm. you know what what do they think looks good what do they think you know and what matters to them but what do they care about you know I just want to add as well that as much as all this informational official stuff we yeah. want to talk about some fun things as well yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like sure. everyone's listening to this <laughs> going this oh my fuck, god this sounds fucking boring yeah I can't, no. I can't be um, no, 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 like my accountant yeah like, you know um, but uh, <laughs> There's some stories to um, tell. There is some stories know. to tell. We're not big on war stories. We're not big no, on like, no, like, no. like you know. We're not because one of the worst things that I don't know whether other people in the industry do this or have the same opinion, and it's just one of those unspoken rules. Mm. But like when you go to a new job or you get you come come across someone new who's like in the security world, I do not know why. They have to tell you about the stories. Why they want to tell you about the stories? I like, don't mind the, the stories. I, the problem I have is that the way in which they tell that's the maybe it's not the and you know it's bullshit like that. They well not bullshit. There's probably an element the, of it, yeah. element of truth, but it's always yeah. hyped up. Maybe the problem, maybe my problem is, is it's not a case of the want to, people want to tell the stories because the sto- the stories are actually helpful in some respects, mm. like from a, from like the mental health perspective. There's, we're the only people like you're the only person I can talk to about some of these stories true yeah there's nobody outside of our industry you wouldn't be able to sit down necessarily um, and um, discuss some war stories you know like mm. do, like nightclub door stories with um, people who have never worked in the industry because they'd be horrified in some, sometimes maybe but that- horrified but it might just be a case of they've never been in a situation where they've had to be like Physically confrontational. Yeah, they never have to deal with it, so they can't go. They go, oh my god, you're you you sound like you're well, violent I, right now. When I say and sometimes horrified. you have to be violent. Yeah, yeah. When when I say horrified, it's like more in the sense that say when I've spoken to friends or something. Yeah, yeah. and um, I will just say to them, I don't know, suppose something about and I, I guess you generally you do become desensitized to a certain level of vi- not desensitised you become comfortable or used conflict. to yeah. conflict I'll give an example so um, I used to be a DJ you know so I'm comfortable in the club environment Yeah. but I remember many an occasion where there'd be like some drunk Aggie dude giving me being aggressive with yeah. me and I would try and keep a cool exterior to a degree but inside I'd be like shitting myself yeah now, over the years, having been in that situation more and more, and understand and, and moving the industry, you moved into the you've moved into an industry where it's like almost you have to deal. Yeah, with it's it. part of the role because you know? you're the last yeah, line in that thing. I've become I've underst- I understand the psychology of aggression a bit better. Yeah, and I'm a bit more relaxed in that 
situation. Yeah, not like you say. It's, it's I'm, not, a, I'm not shitting myself anymore. As, yeah, that's it. It's, you're more you're more comfortable and confident dealing with that to um, a certain yeah, level. Yeah. Obviously, if someone comes in with a machete, yeah, I would <laughs> shit myself. Yeah, yeah. Still, not everyone. No one's happy with that. If some drunk yeah. is just barking, shouting, at yeah, 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 I'm like yeah. cool with it. Yeah. So I go to tell that story, say to a friend, yeah, yeah. to maybe because sometimes they ask me yeah. or something. And because they're at the point that I was X amount of years ago when I was a DJ. And never had to deal with conflict. Never yeah. been in that situation. Never had a, a random drunk guy screaming in their face. Yeah, they yeah. go, oh my God, oh my God. And they're focusing on that. And I'm yeah. like, no, that's just the day-to-day bit. Yeah. I want to talk about this yeah, yeah. part. So I kind of lost where I was going with this now. Um, no, well, what, we, what, we, what, we, what we, we got onto this thing of like the story, like the people wanting to tell you their, their war story. Oh, there. when you can't talk to friends. Yeah. Because they don't understand. What, what we were sort of like at the point was like, I sort of said, I don't know why they want, why people want to tell the stories, but maybe it's not a case of I don't, I don't mind the story. I don't mind talking to people and, and, and like having those stories. What, it's on, but what, what's strange is it's not done from the same way I see it I think a lot of the time it's almost like hi my name's so and so and guess what happened to me last night you know and you go I don't need this right now yeah. Just, so we can have a normal conversation and if you want to talk about things like that that's cool but it's done as a bravado thing rather than yeah, as a there's an air of brag uh, yeah that's it and, and, and you know and if that's the only way people can get it out then uh, but I would much rather like chat for a while get to know you and then you know like I'll, I'll never walk into like into a, into a new job and just go yeah. and suddenly go guess what happened to me <laughs> you know you know like oh I've had I don't know. It, it don't, it's not it's not how it you don't need that maybe yeah. they do it because it's the only on a job because it's the only time they're around people that they can talk that's to. it that, that's what I was that's the kind of because I was I was about to go into like a real rant about these stories and then suddenly yeah. I, they dawned on me right now that maybe that we're the only people in that little close circle mm. that will be able to put themselves in the same mindset and go I've been similar I've had similar mm. I've had a similar incident or I've been in, involved in but that's then I, I still don't get why there's they always have to sort of save face and add all this extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. That's the provado thing. I think the provado thing is the, the thing I that like, gets to me. Like, I um, like to think when I, anytime I tell a story to a friend, yeah. say, because most of the time they sort of ask. Yeah. You know, well, what do you do? Oh, what's the? Cra-? I think I did the other day. Someone's like, what's the craziest thing yeah. that's ever happened? Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, it's not that it's like to me the crazy things that happen aren't actually what I think they're fishing for, which is often like, what sort of, they expect a massive brawl or a yeah, fight yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. To me, and luckily I haven't had tons of no, that, no. you know, to me the crazy stories are when we went abroad on a job and we drove out and we yeah, had yeah, to get yeah. across like multiple borders. Multiple and, yeah, borders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and it was like an episode the of the Grand Yeah, the Grand Tour, Top, Top Gear style. And yeah, the adventure element the adventure, of it is the crazy yeah. stuff that happens. That, and, that to yeah. me was like the, the bit that, is interesting. But yeah. If I tell that, they'll go, "Oh, what?" Yeah. They want me to say, "Oh, I had this massive, massive fight. fight or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if I do go down the lines of those kind of things, then I like to think that I don't go, "Yeah, there was this it's guy not, and I had him on the ground it's and not, I won." It's not embellished. If I lost, you tell Yeah, I got, I got, I got my ass handed to yeah, me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. And, and the crazy thing, I mean, we've you know been in altercations fairly you know regularly and I've lost I've lost you know yeah. like sometimes you can't win you know and the other crazy thing I guess I touched upon it then is that the fighting 
or the violence or the thing yeah is actually luckily a small percentage it, of the job most of the time well it is but it can and it could be a smaller percentage of the job if people had the the ability to de-escalate de-escalate yeah. but also remove this bravado remove this thing mm. of like with everyone everyone's worked with a guy that, that starts to fight starts to, yeah. everyone's worked with that guy maybe it's been a small percentage for me because I de-escalate and I don't yeah, want yeah, yeah, to yeah, chase yeah, it yeah. or have the yeah. bravado but that's the problem is it's the people that almost want it that's, yeah. that, and they're the people that give us the horrendous name you know the, 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 the bad reputation uh, and everyone's been on that team and that 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 mindset of that person really like it, it causes you real like moral issue because mm. you go I don't want to fight with this person like and now you're starting a fight and mm. I've got to make a decision now yeah. <laughs> do I do I back you or do I go you're on your own mate and you can't be the, you're on your own mate guy <laughs> well because to me the, the weird, it's weird that the thing that sums up I know it's the the, the 1% thing but it's the most visual and attention grabbing is the violence aspect yeah but the biggest thing aspect to me of security work is moving pet barrier yeah, that's oh, what yeah, we should yeah. be known for yeah yeah that's it what, yeah. You know, what's building the, a good queue yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, I know we do events <laughs> yeah. but whether you work on the door I guess not so much the like CP stuff yeah. but generally the CP stuff is defined by sitting in a corridor of a hotel oh. the, yeah. the security industry should be defined by moving you know yeah. a doorman and a yeah. security moving ped barrier moving ped barrier that's what we queue. should be known for yeah. <laughs> Making a good, a perfect cue is, is like that is the ninety-five percent of the job, is yeah. that you know? Um, and then I guess CCTV guys. I don't really know much about that. But no, I don't know much about the CCTV world. I know it's, uh, but you know, sitting looking at the screen, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, it's that thing of like we we have. They say the industry's got this we, this 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 bad reputation because of the small again the the, the the small element of people who work in it who who do want to escalate things and do want to like. Mm prove their like ability and this you know and 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 you know it's crazy to me that there's so many people out there that seem to want to instigate fights that don't mm. necessarily know how to fight yeah. you know um and you're and obviously while like 99% of the time also fighting against somebody who also doesn't know how to fight you know drunk is drunk drunk, drunk. drunk. <laughs> you know so like but yeah i mean the, the, that's that element but we can just we can touch on that later down yeah. the line look out we can and i suppose um, the reason is though because if there's a fight that's when people get their phones out but when we're moving pet barrier yeah no one's ever filming moving pet barrier if you saw it on social media yeah, like, yeah that's security, it. then we get known for moving the pet barrier yeah that's it um, but i think using I, a clicker well you know yeah i've done far more like setting up even before i was um you know with my yeah, 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 yeah. sort of management side I've done in the security time far more sort of like setting up and organising of key yeah, yeah. things and stuff than I ever did actual security work. Yeah, no. Um, so we, you know, no, no one's ever, no one's ever complimented on my risk assessment of a, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but um, no, I say it's um, but we can we can discuss that later. That's that's probably a whole a whole discussion of that's definitely a whole yeah, episode a whole episode of like we can dissect. make a yeah dissect that mm. that element of of it. But again. The, but like maybe it's a good point though. Like one of the things about the the, the war stories thing is, it might be a good like, um, a way to yeah vent, vent or yeah. whatever there you know because uh, we've touched on it and I touched I've touched on it with a few other colleagues. There are mm. 
there's not many people in the world that you can sit and tell the, the uh, talk to about an incident that's happened in our industry mm. um, because like as, as cliche as it sounds if you talk to someone who's not in our industry who's never been in that situation we always come across as the bad guys you know that's it. That's <laughs> we always come across as like there's been a fight there's been a this there's been a that and everybody has this thing of like mm, well did you kind of you know did, mm. did you have something to do no. and like I've tried to de-escalate fights I really have mm. you know you know me like, yeah, yeah. I tried to de-escalate fights and de-escalate aggression and and you know some people just do not want to de-escalate mm. you know what I mean and, and you know and no matter who you tell unless they've been in that situation unless you've stood on a door or done uh, an event or a club or you know whatever it is like if they're not in this industry they there's always going to be that little thing of like they don't I mean, that they, they see you as being part of the problem mm. you know um, whether you played a big part or a small part you part you know no, no one should ever want to fight no one should ever be aggressive no one should that's cool like you know but mm. we've, we've seen it and, and there's, there's no talking to some people and like no. I say 99% of the people who turn up to nightclubs and events and parties and True. festivals have a good time have a good time don't cause any trouble and that's, be, yeah. that's been our ethos for, with, with our company for a long time hasn't mm. it is that like 99% of the people that are there are there to pay customers to have fun mm. so 99% of your focus 99% of your time 99% of your energy should be on making sure those people have a good time and are safe mm. um, and you have 1% of people turn up and they might cause a problem mm. which means that 1% of the energy needs to be put onto that uh, dealing with the idiots of this world and 1% of the staffing capability should be that you don't you know so then so and that then hopefully sets a good precedent for your event as a, as a whole or your club as a whole mm. that you're not treating every customer that walks in the door like the enemy. You're yeah. not treating every customer that walks in the door or into your event or whatever as that 1% is like the potential troublemaker. Because if you treat everybody like a potential troublemaker... You rub them up wrong way. Yeah, they don't, they don't, mean, they don't necessarily mean they're going to be one, but mm. they go, why are you treating me like a dickhead? I'm, 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 I'm like, paid to be here. Like, before you know. I... Not that I've done door work. I did like one door mm. work shift tonight, but... Been doing a festival or an event in that yeah. one, you know, you can still set a good tone in the front of the search lane of a festival. Well, it's a similar environment, yeah. you know. And if I think back to before I'd done this work and I was the customer going in, you know, whether I was like when I was going yeah. in as a DJ to some new place and I walked past the security, and I'd always say, Oh, why are they so like mean yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. this and that, you know, because they did have that vibe of yeah. piss off, and you know, I understand now what why they have to to a degree yeah, yeah. because the thing is if you, you rely on that person's perception of you being um, was it more intimidation the intimidation yeah. factor yeah, yeah. that's it yeah. It's that's it, yeah. If, if they think you're an easy target yeah people will take advantage of it yeah. so it's like you do need that air of kind of like we're in control yeah but we're going to give all the way the secrets now, mate, and we're going to cause uh, yeah, uproar. Yeah, uproar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you need, I understand why there's that, but you still have to find that balance where it's like you want that customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. You can't treat people like shit. 
Yeah, and they come because I have had that as a customer. Yeah, for zero you know, reason. Yeah, and I've seen it yeah. working on jobs where yeah. I'm just like, you. And we've had to pull. We've had, we've had to pull. We have, we have to pull people sometimes and just say it needs to be reined in because, like that that person that you're there, yeah, you know, like I say, ninety nine percent of the people in this queue at this event, or whatever, they're paid, they bought a ticket, and mm. they want to come and have a good time. They're not here to personally offend you in any way. Mm. They're not here to you know, and they're not you know, they they're not they are there as a customer treat them as so mm. and then the 1% of the time the 1% of the energy the 1% of your thought process should be relayed onto the one the 1% of idiots that turn up mm. you know like i said if you put 500 people in a room five people are going to be idiots yeah. whether they're at a festival in a supermarket a football stadium wherever they are because mm. um, that's one thing that I touched on the football stadium security staff so we'd probably have to tie them in because they get a rough deal as well yeah true um, I've never done that so. yeah so um, but um, yeah like you know 500 people five people are going to be idiots mm. you know um, so it doesn't benefit you as a as a company or as a as a, a service to hire and have a team of everybody who can solely deal with 1% of the customer base mm -hmm. because then you ignore 99% of the customer base. Because that's another thing, as much as we do ped barrier, I would say the, the truth now I think about it is if a friend asked me, oh, security, what do you do? Thinking that I fight, it's like, I'm a customer service representative most of the time. That's it. That's probably our biggest yeah. part of the job. 99% <laughs> of the time, yeah. we're customer service representatives. Yeah. You know, we deal, we deal with customer service. We're, we're helpful. Because we're the first. Well, that's, oh, that again, that's one of being the things that on we, the front line. That's yeah, it, you know. We, 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 when, it's, when someone's annoyed, when someone's pissed off, when someone's had a bad time at an event. They come to security. They come to security because yeah. we're the first people there. And they they don't go to the info point. No, and they assume that where the where the where the cause not the cause of the problem but where the people to um, soundboard at and if tell the, them you know, if the toilets are broken it's our problem it's our fault us, yeah. you know, yeah. like, I'm not the toilet yeah. logistic if you run, run out of toilet paper it's our fault yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, if the it. ticketing system's down it's our fault mm. if the cash machine's empty it's our fault you know, so we, you know, we, we ninety nine percent of the time we're dealing, we're, we're making sure people have a good, a pleasant customer service, you know, customer experience, mm -hmm. um, and that is one of the things is is the customer experience, and you know, we are the first people or the first impression of an event, a club, a, a, a pub, wherever you work. Not generally, the first, the first interaction you'll have with getting into that place mm. is with the security staff. Yeah. and generally so you can set a good precedent on the way in and generally we're also one of the last people you see when you leave mm. so if you if you if you have a bad experience leaving or bad experience on the way out with the security team you remember that when you leave yeah. so you've got to keep that in mind of like you know you're you're part of that you're part of the customer service team mm. we're just a member we're just customer service staff who have the ability the and the jurisdiction yeah. to remove somebody from the venue should True. they require it you know um and that's you know, that's because I suppose in an ideal world, you basically stand there on guard in the corner doing nothing other than when those security issues, issues arise, arise yeah. and you'd have a completely different team that deal with the customer service thing. Yeah. But for whatever reason, probably money, I think clients go, oh, well, they stood there doing nothing. So we may as well, well get them to do that. No, I mean, oh, it, yeah, 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 that's it. But, um, you know, there's definitely been times where we've gone like, there's, there's that blurred line. Yeah, between the one we always talk about is say if you're doing a club and the bar staff go, Can you help me carry the bottles out? 
yeah, the, yeah, big, yeah. The, big, the big bottles, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, you, you, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you do it because yeah. you want to be nice and yeah. everything, but you're kind of like, if there was the fight happening, are you going to help me? You're going to help me, yeah, 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 kick yeah. this person. Yeah, that's it. If yeah. this person is ejecting, can I go give us a hand with yeah, this? Yes, that's it. So it's like, but I think they feel because I've worked bar jobs, yeah, and you're just frantic, boom, 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 all the yeah. time, and because they kind of see you're stood there. They go, oh, come on, you, yeah. you just stood there doing nothing. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, it. I think that's why that's slowly uh, yeah. phased It's in. that thing of that, um, they, they, a lot of people don't take into account that it's uh, the, the security element a lot of the time. Maybe it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but because you could potentially negate some of the issues um, by being perceptive, perceptive and, and, and watchful and, you know, switched on. Mm-hmm. But... It's, it's reactive, isn't it? It's a reactor. We're a reactionary force, as it were. Mm. Like we can't go out looking for fights to happen. We have no. to wait for them to happen. We can't look at. We, we we don't go out and make people get drunk. We just that we, we it, it happens, and then we have to deal with Clean it. Clean up crew. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. So it's not as if you can go around. You know. So you know. You can you can patrol around your area, mm. and if it's nothing of a security related matter. There's going on, to do. there's nothing for you to do. Yeah. So you're reactionary. So you're kind of seen as like doing nothing. Mm. But when there is something to do, we're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's the thing I think that you know gets when I say that blurred line, and that sometimes it shifts so much where it gets forgotten that yeah, okay, say if you're of good nature and whatever, and depending on the situation, you'd help carry the bins out or whatever. Yeah. But as long as it's not at the compromise of your main your role, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Your primary role is is to do this, and you can do. And again, there's there's times when you can't do a customer service role because you're having to deal with an issue. You're having to deal yeah. with something more more security related. And the, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing that always gets me is when when you're in the middle of dealing with something mm. and you get a customer come up and go, "Can you assist me with this thing?" And you kind of go, yeah. "Kind of busy right now," yeah. you know, sort of like shouting in your face. Yeah, yeah. Like, Where's the toilet? Yeah. Like, oh, um, no. And then and then when you get that thing of like, "Can't help you right now," dealing with something, they they, they get pissed off you. Well, I do think it is something that is unique to security, and for, that's why I'm still kind of confused of why it seems to be expected or asked of security because when we do medical work yeah we don't it's not expected of us no if the medics are sat there doing nothing for 12 hours that's a good day that's way, a good day for everybody yeah well the client can't, yeah but the client would kind of go oh they need to be sat there for that one incident percent yeah. incident and when that happens, if it happens, they can't be tired of doing anything else. All action stations, yeah. and they'll be very understanding of that. Yeah, it's the same for security, really, in a way. Yeah, yeah to a certain you extent. Know, yeah. you, you're kind of like we're here for the one percent um, emergency situations. Yeah, but in some respects, I agree. I agree with that. But should it be? Should 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 we not? How are we not capable of doing more than just being oh, a yeah, reactionary force? Like, I'm, I'm not um, saying like I would choose for it to be this yeah. way, but I, I guess what I'm saying is like, you understand why some people have that mentality of like I'm I'm not going to do the customer service bit because I'm the security staff. No, what I'm saying is like I'd like a bit more understanding from the client side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the you know, you're you're saying because the medics seem to get given that lee- leeway. Yeah. It would be nice to have some of that for the security yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. The bit that I don't know is why it must just be some kind of social conditioning thing or some yeah, psychological yeah. thing, but why are 
why are clients happy and chilled when the medics are sat doing nothing waiting? Yeah. But if they see security without perceived to be doing without something to do, yeah, they feel like they're getting robbed, robbed by the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of things again, something to unpack later down the line, and oh, we can yeah. go into it. Um, but yeah, because I mean, probably what we. We've managed to probably do about an hour for our first one, you know. Yeah, we didn't want to. We didn't want to. Um, Go we thought crazy. we'd keep this one at an hour. Yeah, I think we're a bit under an hour, um, but, but um, um, you know, just a sort of introductory. Hopefully, that's given you a flavour of, of what, what we're planning on doing. Yeah, round yeah. one about and round um, one about, but um, and, and hopefully, we've given you a good enough idea of uh, what we. Yeah, to I think what I'd like to just sort of um, also say is, like I said, we've got these ideas that we um, we've got, you know we, we've sort of pondered over for quite a while and I've got a little bit of a mental list of like mm. professionals that are periphery to what we did you know, not not necessarily security professionals but professional industries to speak to um, say in the regards to like mental health and uh, you know your accounting and your solicitor and law and because I think laws can the law would be quite an interesting one to speak yeah. about um, around you know put, put somebody in our frame of mind and go and throw a few questions at them and just I think it'll answer a lot of crazy questions that are on like social media of, of all these like Facebook solicitors that can tell you this that and the other yeah, yeah. like you know put them you know and, and give straight up black and white information on what you put how things lay mm-hmm. not what you were told by your trainer seven badges ago yeah. you know um, you know all that sort of stuff and um, but yeah also stuff again like the health perspective stuff, mental health, physical health, mm. nutrition. Um, one of the big ones I'd love to do is speak to a, a sleep specialist, because obviously mm. we, our industry is, you know, unsociable from hours, unsociable hours, you know, working night shifts, mm. shift pattern, shift work, um, you know, trying to. You do. I mean, you've done it. I've done it. You work a, a festival, do a night shift on a festival in the middle of summer, get yeah. you crawl into your tent and by within three hours. Swelter. It's thirty-five degrees in there. Yeah. Like, so, like, it'd be nice. It'd be it'd be cool to speak to like someone who can give some advice on how to get good sleep and how important sleep is and stuff. Mm. Um, so that, but again, tailor it around shift workers because that's ultimately what we are. We work shifts, mm. um, and I'm I, I'm sure shift work does well when it comes to sleep and your overall health. It must, it, it must fuck you up. Oh, I think it's proven, like, it increases the <laughs> um, risk of cancer. Cancer and, and all sorts of stuff. So, you know, and sleep, you know, sleep is huge for everybody, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, physical health, nutritionists, PTs, you know. Because, um, again, you know, getting your physical health is, is a, a big thing. And, mm. you know, and, again, we eat garbage food. Not a sweeping statement, I know. But... <laughs> People who tend to work in our industry do yeah, a nice no choice. No choice. The only yeah. thing open is McDonald's. Mm. You know, so it'd be helpful if you know we could speak to someone on, on that thing of like you know what's the things to do and mm. you know good things to eat, bad things to eat. You know, easy meal prep stuff or whatever it'd be. You know, um, yeah. Um, and I've got a whole list of other ones to, to run through, but it'd be also. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. There might only be five people who listen to this, but um, I'm happy. If, that. If, yeah, if anyone <laughs> does, if anyone does listen to it, if anyone to me before, um, if anyone does listen to it and wants to like ask a question or like um, maybe maybe tell us what you'd want to have a who you'd like to hear interviewed or mm. questions asked or if you've got like some or, or maybe we've missed a 
like a massive hall somewhere and they're like, oh, what about mm. this? We're happy to take the comment on or get a message or whatever it is. Because um, we, 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 we're doing this for the, for, we're ultimately doing this to improve the industry, aren't we? So, yeah. um, you said there might be huge swaths of information we've completely missed and feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. feedback. Feedback, feedback. yeah. And um, I think on that note, at the moment we have um, the Instagram. Yeah. So we're going to try and get YouTube. Yeah, well, this can go on to YouTube. This will go on YouTube. Yeah, yeah and, and then, um, and we'll, we'll eventually at some point hopefully have everything and it will be always the bad guys yeah um so you know if you've got questions and uh feedback yeah. put it through those social yeah. media and channels at the moment and instagram like and instagram and and um i'm in the process of setting up the facebook page but um they say you this will go onto youtube um can hear it like listen on spotify um, yeah we're working on other other rss feeds and streams and stuff for it to go on to but um but yeah so um but i think that's but we've covered most of our points today, haven't we? I think so. Yeah. So that's um, a good. Uh... And we'll uh, we'll try and get another one done pretty quick. <laughs> uh, we've got, we seem to have a lot to rant on about. So that's yeah. this is this is the good thing because with other social platforms and things that we've done, you know, for like ninety degrees, like yeah, yeah. over the years, you know, still to this day, it's, it, it always feels like a daunting task to find content. Yeah. Whereas. This is one that I don't feel. I feel like I'm rant on and ramble on about things yeah. for ages. We always have Look, phone calls that's for like three hours talking and, about stuff. So and if we can, <laughs> again, if we can do similar conversations with other people, again, I'm happy. I mean, there, there, there must be other people who work in our industry that want to come and talk, and mm. you know, we'll we'll talk to members of staff. We'll talk to yeah. you know, talk to event organisers. We'll talk to every, every, anyone who wants to come and talk. Reach to us. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll talk to them. You know, um, you know. So, um, but yeah, um, I suppose we could come up with some like swag sign off um, oh, for each podcast. Too much pressure. So, I think that's it. the one that we've got to so, use now for yeah, going on. That's onwards. it. No, no. So, but no, I think we'll just we'll just sign off saying thank you to anyone who is listened or is listening. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you'll tune in for the next one and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks.